0: What's up guys? Welcome to today's money. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you being here. If you'd like to watch the video version of this podcast, there's a link for that in the description. And if you want to jump right into the podcast, skip the next 30 seconds of ad space. What's up everybody. Welcome back. So today I've got Ryan, Lindsay, and Gwendolyn with me. What's up guys. Good to see you. How you doing? Always. So We're gonna talk today about a really important topic. Maybe a few topics are gonna get covered, but I think the the general theme here is gonna be reinventing the wheel. And it's something that we have all seen individually and as a group, as a collective in our community over and over and over again. We've seen this so often when new traders come in and they almost don't wanna take what's given to them, meaning they don't wanna take the experience and the work that other traders have put in um, and run with it. They almost wanna backtrack reinvented themselves for whatever reason. And I kind of want to maybe just conversate about that and talk about why we think people even act that way. But Gwendolyn, I know this was kind of your idea and your uh, concept for us to make a video about because you have seen some people recently struggling with this. Is that correct?
1: Yeah. So it's like, um, it's also something that I struggled with because I was coming in from a different uh, trading educational group. And, you know, one thing that they say all the time is like, you know, don't mix systems, you know, you just want to focus on one thing, get good at one thing, and then like incorporate other things. And so I just, you know, like we've had a like an influx of new traders coming into the system and, you know, sometimes they just, they take to the system, they really stick to the rules and other times, you know, you can kind of see them trying to incorporate their, old habits and their old ideas and observations into the ASFX system, and I think it's just a little too early, and they, you wanna start off modeling the success of, you know, the traders that are doing well, modeling the success of the system as it's presented, and then after that, when you understand it better, then you can start to tweak in and refine it for yourself.
0: Why do you think I that think is? Think do any of you guys have an idea of why that would be? Why do you think people, like I said before, almost don't take what work and what expertise was already put in front of them and they wanna backtrack. Like for example, the one guy who I'm thinking about wants to go to the five minute chart and test the strategy there, which is fine. And I'm never gonna tell anybody don't do anything, do whatever you want. But my question to him was for what? That's what I said. I was like, for what? Don't take it the wrong way, but what are you doing that for when that isn't part of what's already tested? We're using the 15 minute and the one minute a lot more. So why are you going to the five at all? Like, why not just stick to what's working? Yeah. What is that? Why is where's that blockage?
2: I, I still would always say it can come with the ego of wanting to be right. And they can see that yes you know what like in the beginner system for like when they first come in we do use the five minute mm-hmm. and whether they think they can still incorporate that as some analysts you would do you know into into that setup then that's okay but at the same time when they go on to the advanced a1 we d- we don't talk about going you know going into the five minute that was only for the beginners but that may have worked for them and they had success when they first came in, using it that way. So then they just think that they can incorporate it into mm. our A1. That's an interesting if
0: point. that
2: makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: that's that's an interesting point.
3: I, I think that five minute is good for for those who are starting to get into the whole world of technical analysis, right? Where they're starting to learn how to read charts and, and that whole movement. Mm-hmm. But I mean you know, I've been on a lot of coaching calls, first-time coaching calls with new traders. Where they're starting to um, try to learn the system on the five minute and half mm-hmm. of it. I think it's just the lack of patience from from waiting 15 minutes between each candle. Not only it getting to the 21 or to the right supports, mm-hmm. but then having to wait another 15 minutes just to see it not work. So then they go down to the five minute, try to find an idea there and get an early. When in the end, it's just it's too much information, and really, it's it's a bad mix of too much and not enough information.
2: Yeah,
0: but both of those are really great points. One, like you said, not wanting to be wrong, and then the other Mm -hmm. one, impatience. I think those are both Mm -hmm. two two. Because I think they can see
2: like the moves happening on the five minute, and maybe when they did first start and they went through the course in the beginning, they saw some success with it. So then they're just thinking, well I can I can they're just kind of add that almost. add that in,
0: and, and that goes it, I think give it goes some success. It goes hand in hand with what Gwendolyn said at the beginning about them taking things that worked at their old
2: mm. education
0: company and then bringing mm-hmm. that in. Like for one of the guys that I know we both spoke to recently, Gwendolyn, he was with a different company. And they were big on support and resistance zones. And he's let some of these support and resistance zones from his old trading come in and he's tried to use them. And it's actually kept him out of some of the winning trades that we've all been in because we're not even yeah. looking at these zones. So it's like mm-hmm. a double-edged sword when you start to mix these things together. So what do you guys think keeps people on the straight and narrow? What is it? To me, I, I definitely think it does go... like Lindsay said, ego, where they don't want to be wrong and they also are close-minded to new ideas where they think they, they need to go out and prove themselves to the world. I need to go test it. I need to show that it works rather than, hey, Austin and Lindsay and Ryan and Gwendolyn and Alex and all these other people have already tried that and it's not working as well as this. So let me start with what they have, start with the frame, and I can just add rooms to this house rather than go cut the trees down and start from there. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, no, I I agree with that. And I think, you know, like that guy I, I was talking about yesterday who had created, like, indicators to tell him. Yeah, 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 when just perfect, doing too much. The, the perfect, like, with 50 was and where the RSI position and things was. I said, if you look around the community, who else is using that? Or the people that are having the success, who are, who, are they using these indicators? And it's like, no. no. He said, I just keep saying, why am I doing it? Why am I doing it? And I think they think that they need to be putting in a wee extra portion of something to find the success instead of just following the system and being consistent with what, what is in the course.
0: It's weird too, because I think the ego blocks you there from being open-minded and in the same way, kind of what you mentioned before when we started the call Gwendolyn about the intimidation like y- the ego there makes you feel like you don't want to start almost because you would be intimidated by the other people that are already successful so that intimidation can sometimes lead you to going and saying well I got to go test this and find my own way because you know what I mean they just almost don't want to accept it like I said so for people that maybe are Seeing people like you, Lindsay, post their markups every day, or you, Gwendolyn, now doing videos and doing blogs every week they're they're looking at that I think, in a lot of times, and they're like, "This is so much, like I'm new, I can't do what they're doing, and it's intimidating, and then they don't even want to start doing a markup or start going down that path so if when you encounter people in your one on ones, what are you guys telling them as far as how to overcome that intimidation aspect of just getting started on that path of growth
2: i i pretty much can i say you know even when it comes to say chart markups and to see people saying they're doing 50 to 100 chart markups i'll say right that fearsome because they're like where where do i even start here and i'll say well why don't you just this week say i'm going to do between three and five and as you're sitting at your trading desk and you're seeing opportunities set up start doing your markup. Do your markup on it. Don't don't you don't have to leave it until the end of your trading session. You can be doing it and that's you're just starting to see the live results coming, the opportunities coming and you could be starting to do your markups. Start with three or five that week and then build from there as the more you're getting confident doing them. I said so the same start. When you're sharing start. them. Just start, just share one a week in Facebook and then you'll see people giving you feedback build your confidence you'll say okay i'm gonna i'm gonna do two next week i'm gonna do three next week and it's taking these small steps to into bigger steps
0: and that's it right it's that simple
2: it's that simple
1: what were you (laughs) gonna say
0: it sounded like Uh, you had something to say
1: yeah like literally the words right out of my mouth dude just like start off with one or two like Yeah. You're not going to be like Jason Dennis doing a hundred freaking markups. Like that's great. That's, they've built to that. Like they didn't start off, they didn't come into ASFX like, oh, I'm going to do a hundred markups this week. Like, no, it starts off with just a few and then you build and maybe you find a skill you find, um, like maybe when you put your, put your headphones on, you get lost in your markups and maybe you can find a flow with your markups and that's how you can build and like start to increase, um, you know, and build into these habits, these like grander habits almost. You know, you That's don't a have right to running a hundred miles an hour, bro. Like the car right. doesn't go that fast. You accelerate, you
0: know. Yeah, yeah. I think perspective on it always matters the most, right? So if you have the perspective of, oh my God, they're doing so much. Oh my God, I can't keep up with those markups. Oh my God, there's do- I'm never gonna be able. If you have that perspective on it, then I think it's just always gonna be an uphill battle for you. Whereas if you look at it like, wow. Austin's just a college dropout. He's a regular guy. Lindsay's a stay at home mom. Like these are regular people. They're doing it. So why can't I? Right. So Mm -hmm. it's almost like the perspective, which is comes from within, like, I can't control how people view the world, but I can control to some extent, the community that we build and the people that we allow to join our community and become leaders in the group, because then that culture kind of stems down. And then that perspective hopefully can be shared with those people to have them seeing, Hey, I'm no one special I'm nobody different than anybody else in the group really so Mm -hmm. if I can do it so can you and that should be more motivating I feel like than defeating you know so that that that's just a a different way of looking at it that can still put you in the right frame of mind to get it done to take that first step to get that first markup posted and I don't think anybody should ever be scared of like like you said being wrong what why Mm -hmm. would you not share a markup why would you not ask a question why would you not put yourself Because you're scared of being wrong. You're scared of what people are gonna say if what you say is wrong. Yeah. That help, that holds us back in trading, in life, from so many things. What's the worst that happens? That's what I always say.
2: when you yeah. like, well, we have to
0: make that phone call that you don't wanna make, what's the worst that happens? They say no, okay. At least then you got the verification that yeah. it's a no, mm-hmm. not just assuming, yeah. you know,
2: yeah. the because same way with the like,
1: markups. Yeah.
2: The, the guy I just came off the call with, he was like, I don't really understand structure when we talk about structure in the one minute and I was like, see when you're in you just, you ask that question then, when you're Mm -hmm. in the chat, but he says I'll look stupid, I said you won't look stupid I said if you keep going on not understanding structure, I said you're never going to get it I said so just ask ask the question, I said and then hopefully somebody will be able to explain it the way you want it to be explained to you
0: well, it goes a step but, further. But you just, build bad habits if you don't even ask the question. If
2: you don't if you ask, you go
0: about right. You're going to do the wrong thing, and you're going to build a bad habit. That's worse. That's that's mm-hmm. stupid. If anything, yep. right?
2: Yep.
3: How about the uh, maybe the the traders that are, are really trying, but then they they end up getting distracted by the ones in the chat who are starting to mix ideas.
2: Yeah.
3: You guys get that a
0: lot, uh, Yeah. of course. Cause the chat can be distracting, especially for newer people. And then it's funny cause you see the transition as they get better at trading, they're less active in the chat for the most part. A lot of the, like the best traders in the group are not that active in the chat, you know?
3: Yeah. Cause I mean, lately we've seen a couple a couple people that are starting to mix ideas and they get, and it might be working out for them maybe because they have more market experience. Um, and then, you know, I'll get messages like, dude, like I was, you know, I had my watch list and then, the child was looking at uh, at other pairs and then I got distracted and started doubting myself and then all my ideas worked, And then, you know, when he got <laughs> distracted, they, they weren't. And I think that that's an important piece of that, right? To not reinvent the wheel is you got to make sure that you have, what are those things that horses have?
0: Horse like the carriers? Blinders.
3: The blinders. Yeah, the blinders, like has, yeah, yeah. Such yeah. a simple term, uh, the blinders. And yeah. then little by little, they, they can start opening like, up, opening and mm-hmm. see more, mm-hmm. but at first, Stick with the yeah. checklist. I always tell them, just print it out, yeah. stick to it, because in reality, you don't need much else. If no. you follow the checklist, it'll all be fine. And then just then
2: you can open yeah. it up. Yeah, I, I think that's what happens as well, Ryan. They come in, I, know, I know when I came in, I, I very much was perfect liquid 50s, EMAs, off the 50. And you stick to that until you build your confidence and it's going well for you. And then I say, at that point, when you're feeling it's going well for you, and you see somebody else doing something that you know is working. Make sure they have had the experience and they're yeah. having success with it before you try and do it. Right.
3: Yeah, yeah you know, like, you make sure it works first before you put in you, you know your your your
0: money out there.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: And I think back to <clears throat> your point, Ryan, about people getting distracted. I think the um, the harder part is like they don't have they lack confidence in the especially in the beginning, whether they're struggling before they come to ASFX or if they're just starting, they lack confidence to like see an idea through. I think it's because of like people just not understanding what it means to see an idea through, whether that's because they don't know, or even after that, if they do know, then they don't want to be wrong. So they abandon the idea. Whereas like you, like you said, you should really stick to the checklist and see the idea through. Okay. That's going to build your own confidence to then continue to be self-sufficient, which is always the goal. The goal is always to be self, I'm making my own decisions, I'm putting my own money on the line, I'm the one pulling the trigger, I have the knowledge. It, so if, you're, if that is the goal, then I think, you, like you said, you have to stick to the checklist and see the idea through all the way to then be able to get feedback correctly, be able to adjust, and then, hey, if you weren't in the right idea today... Accept it. You're a human being. You're going to be right every day? No. See what you could do better to get on the right idea. Not, oh, quick, they're all in the other idea and that might be the right idea. Drop all of the work I just did on this pair. And let me go jump over here and throw the money here. That just doesn't make you know, sense for the long term, I think. At least that, that's what I've seen in the guys that are the most successful. Yeah, especially when they do that and then like, hey, Austin, are you in this trade? Oh, my God, bro. <laughs> You know, <laughs> th- th- they always come after me. They want to know if I'm in the trade, and I just don't even answer them anymore. You know what no. I mean? Because I want people I know, to make dude. their own decision for
3: themselves. You asked me that yesterday. I was like, dude, I thought we already said we're not asking that question anymore.
1: anymore. <laughs> but, no,
0: no, no. The, in all seriousness, I think I think the um, the culture that and like this is from Gwendolyn's notes. Like the culture that we as the Um, leaders of the group that we can stem down to the rest of the group is really important. Not just about being selective with your trades, not just about like how you're analyzing your charts, but also to say, Hey, if you know, you're doing something well, whether you're new struggling, or like I said, one of us keep doing it. Don't reinvent the wheel, find what works, find that thing that you trade the best, find that strategy that works the best for you, your favorite trade, your favorite entry and stick to it work it yeah. well don't come to, like that's i think the idea of um being that person that comes to the market looking to reinvent the wheel that comes from like a cynical place like it's like why are you looking to again fix what's already not broken yeah why can't you just accept that someone already did the work to give you the knowledge to get to this point
3: and mm-hmm. if that's the case then why did you buy the course you you're better off just trying to build trying to figure it eight, out on your own eight, oh, you, yeah. 18 two years 18 months and two years trying to find you know build your own strategy correct God, I, was, I get a bunch of those this is, well i don't want to spend money with the course i'm just trying to build my own strategy and figure it out for myself so,
0: well then
2: yeah that's good luck a long time. yeah yeah good luck yeah
0: so mm-hmm. for someone that's listening that maybe isn't with us yet isn't trading with us what would be the advice that you would give to them if they're just searching for a system, just trying to um, stay in their own lane, so to speak, with the blinders on? Do you have any advice that you're giving to the guys that you've talked to?
2: I kind of tell them, because they would ask, I get a lot of, well, why did you go to ASFX? And that? I just basically say it's because I, like, I was a day trader before, and the strategies that you used, the breakouts and the pullbacks was very similar to how I traded. So, so I was looking for a system to how I traded. I didn't want to re like again reinvent that wheel of learning something new when I had an understanding of it. So I think you've got to go with what you can your kind of ideal trading style is, and find somebody to fit you. Then
0: that makes sense.
3: Yeah. <clears throat> I think it's best to just not fight the the algorithms and the computers, and that's why I think we have we have a good thing going with, with with our system is that we have all these indicators that work for us, right? They they put the equations in themselves we're not susceptible to that human. Like, and I say that a lot, that we're not susceptible to that human error because most of it is already drawn out for us by computers.
0: Sure. Sure.
3: So you can try to call reversals all you want. call the just stick shoulders. with the trend.
0: Right, I I dude, I know care. exactly what you're saying. Right, right.
3: Yeah, and it, even with the D2s, right, which is part of our system, but it's still, like, you're trying to call the top with the details. like, in yeah. reality, you don't need it. Uh, I just think it's good to know when you're getting conflicting uh, signals, right?
0: No, absolutely. But
3: regardless, um, yeah, it's it's good to just stick with the plan, stick, with, you know, have as much probab- probabilities in your favor as possible, and I think the indicators to that for us come, you know, versus the algorithms that are trading millions of dollars. But I like yeah. what
0: you said there too, just because like you said, you don't need to try to call the top, try to call the bottom. Stick with what no. the math is already being put into these indicators and what it's telling you. Stick with that trend that's painting. for yeah. You don't have to be like these guys that for some reason don't believe in indicators and they just try yeah. to guess the direction every day. It's crazy, mm-hmm. you know?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Get the wick and Right, right. Cool, well, this was good guys. I think people will definitely find some value here. Gee, I'm glad that you brought this to uh, to the surface. And uh, I'm appreciative also of you, Lindsay and Ryan for giving us the time. I think everybody on YouTube is always grateful when we come together to bring some knowledge (laughs) for them. So for people watching and listening, make sure you guys drop a comment or reach out to us on social media. You guys know where to get us. Let us know what you think. Let us know if there's any other topics you'd like us to cover in the future. And uh, I think we'll call it here family. So thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Time to go back to sleep. Thank you for listening to today's money. If you want to check out the video that goes along with this episode, there's a link in the show notes. Now make sure you subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to so you don't miss any future episodes. And if there's anything that I can do to help you along your trading journey, please reach out to me. My contact info is in the description as well. Thank you very much and I'll see you in the next episode.